Hi everyone, my name is Mike Fair, your host of the Mike the Mentor podcast. Please subscribe uh, if you get value from this podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Uh, This podcast is about life, its challenges and how to realise your best self through the use of your mindset despite what life may throw at you. These episodes are designed to be short and to the point and spoken from the heart. My goal is to help as many people as possible and make a positive difference to their lives. You can find me on all your favourite podcast platforms, including iTunes and Spotify, and I would really, really appreciate it so much um, if you could share this podcast as it assists in growing it organically and reaching as many people as possible. Uh, From today, everyone, I'm going to start introducing some business and leadership topics to the podcast. These won't be all the time, but I felt it was time to start broadening the scope a little uh, of the podcast, although all the topics will remain mindset-related still. To give you some history of my experience in business and in leading people, um, just to give you some context, I've managed small teams in the hotel industry Uh, commonly known as pubs in Australia, Uh, frontline leadership in fast-paced operational businesses, uh, in government bodies with large numbers of employees, and senior management roles responsible for up to 700 employees in the transport logistic industry. I've had managers reporting to me and I've gained leadership experience across these roles that that I've alluded to over the last 25 years. Uh, The first topic um, that I wanted to discuss today, which is very, very dear to my heart, is building trust with your employees and with your peers for that matter. So many times over the years, I see employees who are negative about their leader in a number of ways and lack trust in them, which in turn leads to poor workplace culture and as a consequence, poor results. Many of the things I'm about to discuss cross over into the relationships in your personal life also. Uh, A lot of these tips to building trust sound very logical and easy to do, um, but you would be surprised how many leaders get it wrong, including myself, I might add. In my opinion, the quality of the relationship you have with your employees is the critical point on if a particular individual will work well for you and be a team player within your team. You've heard these types of analogies before, in particular in sports, where a coach of a sports team is described as a good man manager, and I do the man in inverted commas. Uh, Yes, I know that that's a sexist description, um, but I just wanted to use that as that's a common terminology that's used. and it's been widely used in the past. The correct terminology should be people manager. Invariably, coaches are considered good people managers get the results, as the team and the individuals within the team have have bought into the team strategy and they operate as a finely tuned unit. This doesn't just happen. It takes a highly skilled person to develop this type of dynamic. Have you ever wondered why a particular sporting coach or business CEO seem to be successful wherever they go? 
it's not an accident. It's because they, are, they understand, amongst other things, the power of having their people committed to the team and the outcomes they deliver. The basis of these good relationships start with trust, in my opinion. So how do you build trust? That's the million dollar question. I want to take you through six tips to build trust with your people and within your relationships. Tip number one, set the tone. So start the initial communication with somebody by actually talking about the type of relationship you want to have together. Tell each individual the type of leader you are and that you want there to be trust between you. So often leaders just expect there to be trust because respect should be shown to the superior position. That's not the case. It doesn't mean that you're automatically going to get respect. Allow for two-way honest communication to exist between you without the fear of reprisal. Set the tone for that. Be vulnerable as a leader. Be open to feedback from your direct reports and seek feedback about yourself from them. I can count in, you know, from one or two leaders that I've had when they actually ask for feedback about how they are going with me and how I am finding them. I think it's an extremely powerful tool. They're not always going to be honest with you, but over time you can build that rapport to the point where they feel comfortable to be honest with you about it. Tip number two, be inclusive. Quite often leaders like to keep information close to their chest. Information seems to be power to them. People want to feel inclusive within a team. They want to contribute. They want to feel connected to a cause. As a leader, it is your responsibility to create this culture. Give them as much information as you're able to. Look, I understand sometimes you can't share information as it's confidential in nature, but be honest about that. Never try and pretend that there is no information to give. People aren't stupid. They sense when a change is going to happen and when you aren't open about it. If you do that, trust is lost very, very quickly. Do not insult people's intelligence. Don't be scared to have the difficult conversation with someone. You'll be surprised how much honesty softens a difficult message. Tip number three, be humanistic and encouraging. Understand what makes your people tick as a leader. What is important to them? Learn more about them and their lives. Learn about their family. Learn, learn about what they are passionate about. Understand where they see themselves in the future, both professionally and personally. Be honest with them about where you currently see them. And if there are differences in how they see themselves to how you see them, explain to them why you think the way you do about them. Tell them what you believe their areas of development to be to achieve their goals and discuss with them the actions you believe need to be taken to realise that improvement. 
There is nothing worse than uh, an employee who doesn't really understand where they sit with their leader and, and how they believe their performance is, what they believe their direction is going to be in the future. Tip number four, demonstrate emotional intelligence. Great leaders are emotionally intelligent. It links into being humanistic and encouraging. It really comes down to having social awareness and having the ability to read people, as I said before, and what makes them tick. Because you know them so well, you can show empathy in situations where you know they may be feeling stressed or anxious. If emotional intelligence isn't displayed in these circumstances, this can lead to uh, normally exemplary employees becoming disengaged and performing not to the same level as they did previously. Tip number five, and I see this one a lot, delegate. Now when I say delegate, I don't mean you just give out work with no support offered and expect it delivered. I see many leaders doing this or not delegating at all, which is worse as the employee can start wondering if they are not, if they are not trusted to complete the work. It is my view that people that work for you were recruited as they were considered the most meritorious candidate and are paid to complete the work they do. Trust and support them to do that work until they make you think otherwise. And if that occurs, you refer back to being humanistic and encouraging, being inclusive, setting clear expectations for them. You should always be monitoring their progress as ultimately you are accountable for their performance. But this does not mean you do the work for them. A person who feels trusted to work autonomously feels more valued by their employer and is more likely to strive to be the best they can be. Tip number six, develop people. Take the time as a leader to understand where your people want to be in their career. Some may want to have your job. Some will be happy to stay with what they're doing. Some will want to be the CEO. Regardless of their career aspirations, you can assist in developing in the areas they wish to. Too often, people within a team are kept within their box, in inverted commas, of tasks and not allowed to spread their wings and then start feeling ostracised. As a leader, my view has always been I'm training people to surpass me in their skills and knowledge. I want them to surpass me. I want to see them successful. Do not be a leader that wants to hold people down so they do not progress past you. They feel it, they feel it when this is done to them, the employee. And then trust is subsequently eroded or gone. So everyone, those are my six tips for today. Um, there are circumstances where you do all of these tips and the person just doesn't perform still. 
Um, and unfortunately, I've had much experience with that as well. Um, and sometimes you second guess yourself about whether it was you, whether you actually did everything you could as a leader to get the performance out of that person. So it's, it's not an exact science, but uh, if you can put your hand on your heart and say you've really done everything you can for that employee, sometimes um, you need to performance manage that person up to and including dismissal from the organisation or your business. Um, but that's an entirely different topic, which we probably will discuss sometime down track. All of these tips can be used in your personal relationships as well um, to build trust. Trust in all aspects of your life makes for a happy existence and makes people feel good about themselves. So I hope you got something out of the first leadership podcast today. Um, I'd be very interested in your feedback, um, which you can give in a number of ways. You can give it on my uh, Facebook and Instagram pages on the Mike the Mentor MTM handle and via email at lifelessonsmgf at outlook.com. And as always, remember to stay positive and live for the moment. Until next time.